goyard. Hello and welcome back to the CFC Talk podcast. I'm your host, Mohamed Saleja, as always, joined by Amart and Alex. So what a day for Chelsea again. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've lost once in the league to Man City and now they've done a double over us in the league. And then they're just taking out their, their anger from last season um, when we beat them, I think, three times in a row in all competitions when Tuchel came in. Um, tough game to watch. Let me let me begin with that, uh, and I, I, before we even dive into into Man City, a bit of a talk, a bit a bit of a talk about um, Tottenham and the Carabao Cup. Of course, finalists. We're still waiting for results from the other game. Of course, Jurgen Klopp gets his way with uh, postponing games and having thirteen false positives um, in, <laughs> in in the Liverpool camp. Uh, what do you guys make of that situation? Well, he's clearly won the lottery in a figurative and literal sense. I mean, it's more, more likely, I think, that you get struck by lightning and then win the lottery than getting 13 false positives. So it's, yeah, it's pretty dodgy on it from him. But as well, I mean, you see today that Arsenal, the North London derby got postponed as well after Arsenal had one COVID case and a load of injuries in AFCON. Apparently, that, uh, apparently yeah, missing players only really applies to them and not really for Chelsea so yeah pretty hard done by that and I think Tuchel was pretty hard done by that as well when they asked him he said he's, he was just going to keep quiet and yeah it's just a disgrace really it's 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 ridiculous that we haven't had that we like we need our own winter break we need our own little Chelsea winter break because it's we, we're just getting we're done out here and yeah but at the same time I don't know if more fitness would have really helped today at the same time, City had a week off. We only had three days to prepare. So make of that what you will. But yeah, it's just everything in terms of getting breaks or right time, injuries is just going massively against us. And but there's probably other things we can attribute this result to, though. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, it was it was it was a two hole tonight. He mentioned it as well in his post-match press conference where he said um, on, on the comment of what, whether whether there's there's a top four racer, they think that Chelsea are a top four uh, confirmed team. He said, why should I not look at the top four? If you listen carefully to what we said, the only thing we look at is us. We play Tuesday and I have no time looking at the table. So he's, he's completely gone from, I guess, every manager saying this, but... Tuchel was fine with the the pressure of December and of how he had so many injuries and everything until now that he's realizing okay no we need to we need to calm it down <laughs> now and it's, it's it's really unfair it's really unfair on Chelsea and then the players themselves like we haven't had a single game postponed as far as I can remember and Liverpool are two games behind in the Premier League they haven't they're they're delaying their Carabao Cup games. Tottenham, I think they they haven't played. They've played three less games than us, or something like that. Uh, and 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 yet we have to play every three every three days. 
which is just just incredible how they think is is completely fair and then the worst part is there is no investigation to whether the tests are actually positive or the clubs are just saying there's players unavailable look at arsenal themselves apparently they've got the best best academy in the in, in london so why aren't they using them for the game uh, for the games just just use your academy then um but it, it it's like it, there's the, it's it's one rule for one team it's 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 a different rule for every team in the premier league i guess yeah seems like it's just yeah i think especially with the fact that we've had no good treatment at all the Premier League on on it, I think that's why, particularly fast. It's just it it hits if it hits stuff twice as hard. So yeah, it's at least we'll have the Club World Cup coming up, and that that's our little break where we get to play some. We still have to play, but we just have to play some week. Some well, I'm not going to diss the teams from the UAE. I think it's I can't remember if there's a couple of teams from the UAE leagues playing. This, this time actually, there's a Saudi team in it because they oh. won the. Uh, yeah. the the what the 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 Champions League yeah uh, this year? or Asian Champions League Asian AFC. Champions League yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we get a nice break not in games just we get to play some not as good of teams so should be alright then but we got to make it until February <laughs> so yeah it's it's not a good one for not a good look for us but yeah. At least we yeah. have, I mean, injuries-wise, yeah. it was a weird one. Today we played a back five, but then if any of the if any of the back five got injured, we it would look we'd have to be forced to go to a back four, which I mean we did do anyway. But yeah, injury-wise, we're not looking as bad, but it's just the rest and the energy going into each game is just nowhere near us. Say Liverpool when they get to rest their guy guys for Arsenal. And even when they do get their chance against Arsenal, they they, they don't even score against a 10 man team. But still, we move. I think there was only two shots in that game. There were just two shots from Liverpool that game. Uh, so clearly they they do need a rest. Um, but we weren't any better today. Uh, granted, it was Man City, a much tougher opponent than Arsenal. Um, Amart, we just kind of struggled to find momentum right at the start of you know start of the game um for, right from the start i should say not f- at the start but from the start we just never got into the game and never looked like a side who could trouble uh manchester city yeah i mean city practically controlled the game like li- <laughs> practically literally controlled the game from the first minute to the, the last i think in the in the first probably in the first eight, nine minutes, we had a few glimpses of like being a little bit um, dangerous. But again, 40 passes from Ziyech, uh, uh, poor control from Lukaku, poor passes from Lukaku. Like it wasn't really, there were, there were some there were some clear cut chances like for the Ziyech chance like this. Lukaku was in on goal. Like if you had fed him the correct ball, he would have, or the correct pass, he would have been on the goal and Lukaku just got pace. Not, so he could he could at least threaten or, or even score. But the pass was way off. And I don't know whether it's because we just started or what, but we, like, just, we just have to be fully concentrated from the beginning to the end. Like, we have to be concentrating. But 
there were so many mistakes that we made in this game. We'll go into them, I know, but like it wasn't it wasn't good. That first half was very, very hard to watch. Very, very hard to watch. Like we we after after 10, 15 minutes we were totally out of the game. We we just defended, we were just defending, defending, defending every wave of attack that City threw at us. We were trying to defend, trying to hold, and we we're also giving them the ball. Like we had if we have um control of the ball and we're giving it to them we're giving it back to them like we didn't we didn't know what to do with it so you take it so i don't i don't know how <laughs> how, how best to explain and alonso alonso as well man alonso in the first half was just in the second half was a little bit better because i think tuko was very very angry with him it was a little bit better but it wasn't that better that much better in the first half he's still, very lucky he plays on the left hand side because yeah. if the manager's dugout would have been on the left hand side he would have gotten a punch from Tuchel, every time the camera panned to Tuchel, he was on his feet, ready to just fight whoever was going to come down the wing because he was angry tonight. And I genuinely thought he was going to go into that dressing room and just pick a fight with every single one of these guys. He was was very angry tonight. He was screaming at Sa the most in the first half. He was screaming at Sa the most because he was giving the ball away too many times. He was doing well in in blocking, um, who was it? I think was it? Um, KDB and then um, Foden. He was doing well in blocking Sterling as well, I think. But uh, he was just giving the ball away too many times. I don't know why. And he was just sending the ball out of touch. And and took you could see you could see clearly that Tuko was angry with him. And in the second half, he was like I said, some of these players in the second half they were better, but they were not that much better. They were, they were just there was just a little improvement, but it was the same old same old that we got from them. And yeah. Disappointing first half from the team. I think, I think before we get into Alonso and the defense and then batter them for their performance, uh, let's let's talk about Lukaku. Someone who's... who's this is going to be a long, long... Basically, <laughs> basically, 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 what Mohamed said was, before we yeah. batter the defense, let's batter, let's batter Lukaku first. No, because I thought, I thought genuinely... Even though we weren't the best in defense, it wasn't as bad as 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 the front three tonight. Yeah, just embarrassing seeing nice. Pulisic, Lukaku, and Ziyech play the way they did tonight. It what what was that? Ziyech and Pulisic were nowhere to be seen. And gonna get go ahead of myself and say, at halftime, I was expecting Tuchel to go. Yep, this is not working. Let me just bring on Werner and Mount, and and pair them up with Lukaku. And he didn't even do that. Yeah. First of all, why did Mount didn't even why 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 Mount why is the Mount was on the bench? I don't understand why he was when he came on, you could clearly see the difference. But even him when he came on, I think his first pass was also bad. He was trying to feed Lukaku in and there was an overhead pass and he just went straight to Edison. I don't know why, but after that, he was also very, very good. I don't know why he didn't start. When I did see him on the lineup, it was weird. I was like, okay, trust to cool and see what happens. But the, the front three, there was no attacking threat from any of them. Any of them. Like, Ziyech was making a lot of good touches on the ball, like dribbles on the ball in, in, in the midfield before he got to attack. But that final pass was always off. Always, always off. And Pulisic was always... Um, getting fouled, I don't know. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, uh, stay on his feet. Get the ball, dribble, try and dribble one, get fouled, and then that's it. Like, and Lukaku was just lost, man. He was lost. He was. He was. He was lost. And 
and it's weird have, have you guys noticed how the fans have now like like there's no patience for Lukaku anymore if he does Valley if he does poorly everybody just says it as it is because he 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 put it on himself he put it on himself so he's not going to get that treatment from from Chelsea if you are bad you are bad <laughs> and he was bad today he was he was really really bad yeah man we should just be like limited to 32 like we can't spend any more than 30 million on any signing because yeah we haven't had a good 30 plus million signing in, or 32 million plus signing in goodness how long forever not sorry, to disrespect sorry. Kai Havertz yet, but sorry, let me add, let me add this. Lukaku made nine touches in the first half. Nine, <laughs> nine oh, touches man. in the first half. Nine. Yeah. Just I oh, mean his, 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 he had he had what seven misplaced passes. His passing accuracy was 50% or something like that. And he lost the possession like I can't remember exactly what it was, but yeah, our front three combined lost possession 20, 21 times. Nine by Lukaku, six by Hakim Ziyech and Pulisic both. This match, yeah. this crazy. There was a tweet I saw at the, at the end of the game. Did you guys, okay, when the game ended, I I, I changed the channel. I, could, I, could, I, would, I wasn't going to watch anything else when the game ended very free blue that was so i just changed the channel but i saw a video on twitter where him and um um kevin de Bruyne had this kind of handshake this kind of bro handshake yeah thing. and then there was a tweet on it that that's the most movement he has made of the whole game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah give us the Bruyne a hug at the end that's the closest that you got to him that's the closest you got <laughs> And it was just a bad performance from from him and the other two supporting him. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Honestly, the sorry, Alex, but the, the front three was just, was just disappointing tonight. And look, would you would you blame Tuchel for it though? Could you could you could you say okay, Tuchel should have realized that that, it, that this this wasn't going to work. This combination of three. I know all three of us. Our predictions were way off from tonight because I don't think firstly me and Alex both we didn't expect. Three of three at the back, we were all like, "Look, Silva has only had one training session after uh, being positive for COVID. Uh, it's highly unlikely he's not going to play. We've played so well in the four-two-two-two formation against uh, Spurs for the past two games. Why are we, you know, risking playing pl- players who, who are not in form?" And then I looked at the lineup and I went, "What? What is this?" And the worst part was, as you go down, I'm like, "Okay, Mount's going to come up next. Mount's going to come up next. Mount's not there." Why wasn't Mount playing tonight? Yeah, like I mean, the thing is, it's double-edged sword. Like if he had kept with the four-two-two-two, and then we lost, everyone would be like, "Oh, you should have just kept it for Spurs," because we did do it just for Spurs because they they use a back three as well, and it's just kind of a way to stifle them. But yeah, it. I don't really know whether I don't know if the, I wanted the four-two-two-two, but whether it would have result, made a different result completely. I mean, you've got one more, I guess, with that, you'll have one more attacker. Uh, yeah, you probably have room for Mount if you go in the 4-2-2-2, but then you have to play Alonso as a left-back instead of a left-wing-back. So it's like, you're going to leave yourself a bit more defensively exposed. <laughs> yeah, you pick your poison. Do you want less attack or do you want Alonso at the back? So, yeah, it's... 
what do you do right so yeah that, that's pretty frustrating but i totally get your points so i um, agree because it's between them Pulisic. i mean it's just like when we go into these games we want uh, we want the ziesh to turn up who's he's the ziesh who he scored like he's been clutch for us against my city before he'll do something we want Pulisic, we want post-pandemic Pulisic to kind of play and do well, but and uh, it's just annoying that we have moment. At the end of the day, we've got moments players, and right now in attack, I, I mean, at least Pulisic and Ziyech are moments players, and Lukaku, he doesn't even have the moments, man. He's got none of that. He doesn't even have the moments. So, yeah, I, I don't. I personally don't want to see Lukaku's face anymore on. on and I don't really want to see him playing much because ever since that interview, he's come, I mean, even before he was, uh, he, he's got a bad, bit of bad luck with yeah. COVID and injuries. But ever since, man, you'd think he'd be doing absolutely everything to try and make it right. And he even said that he would, like, he'd indicate, everything he said indicates that. But on the pitch, man, not been happening. It's I like not, how on, on, on sofa score, I'm just scrolling through a bit of the stats from the players, mm-hmm. and you just click on Lukaku, and it just says big chances missed two. <laughs> no other player has it except him. He just says big chances missed, and it's just two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we can go we can go all night and have this discussion on on Christian Pulisic and Hakim Ziyech being poor and and not you know supplying service to to Lukaku and not giving him the the the, the passes that he needs to finish it off. Is it 109 million a, in a game he should be able to create one or two chances and that's just purely creating even if he i'm not even saying he should be scoring one or two chances or he should be troubling the goalkeeper just create one or two chances let's just see how it goes i mean zero key passes tonight zero his numbers it's just zero it just says zero it's just a bunch of zeros in a vertical line is what i'm seeing Ground duels, zero. Aerial duels, one. Zero out of eight. And key passes, zero. It's a, everything is just... He's in the matrix. It's like you're looking at the matrix right now. <laughs> ones and zeros. Yeah, just ones and zeros everywhere. It's nothing... Oh, man. No, the, 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 the thing... Ziyech, to be honest, up in the... in the, in the the Amongst the front three, Ziyech was probably the least worst among the three but the passes the passes the passes were so bad the end passes the, the final passes were so bad but the ones that did get to Lukaku he did nothing with it he did nothing with it like nothing at all and we usually cross the ball today nothing no did you guys remember any crosses going in for Lukaku none no crosses going in for Lukaku they were coming from the middle or the left or the right and when it gets to him then he he passes the the thing the thing I didn't understand with Lukaku was you are the, you are the main striker. If we if um Pulisic or ZS passes the ball to you, you are supposed to progress the ball forward. They they pass the ball back to Kovacic or can like why why are you doing that? You are the one supposed to take the ball forward and you're bringing it back. Like man, this game I watched the full game throughout. The second half, I was pacing in and out a bit because our performance was very, very bad. But he was doing this so many times. He gets the ball, then passes it back to either Kante or Kovacic. Like, why? Why? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those arguments where there's, there is no explanation. 
yeah yeah it's not even an argument yeah. let me let me just just clear that up it's not even an argument it's just a pretty much clear discussion that all three of us are having <laughs> that our front three is non-existent at the moment but um alonso isn't helping either uh, let's jump onto that before we go into some of the positive uh com- or not even the sum of the the, uh, the only positive i c- the only two positives i can see is is Kovacic and verdiger and Aspi mm. uh, on here but uh, alonso and, and, and let me remind you, when you guys see this episode, we're halfway through January. So, and we still don't have a left wing back. Dini has been signed with someone else. Um, Kui and Tipier is no longer available. The two, the two players that me and Alex, we were talking about um, a few weeks back. What, what is Tuchel doing? What are, what are his plans? Just, just leave that blank I mean, open. <laughs> he, he doesn't, at the end of the day, he's not the guy saying, oh, he's not the one responsible at the end of the day yeah. Marina. So uh, it's not really his fault, I don't think, to say out to, as the reason to why. Uh, apparently, Tugel even refused it, uh, turned down Dinya, yeah? apparently. Read it on Twitter through a couple of semi-reliable people. But yeah, maybe not. But yeah, it, it's annoying. You see the rumours like Dest, Gina Dest, and a couple of others, but... Uh, we just need we just need someone someone who can defend a little bit better Alonso. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I think we, we it's just going to hurt so badly with if Tuchel isn't back properly because I know it's difficult in January, but we just need someone to come in and give that competition. Basically, if, if we can do like a Giroud style signing from, from find uh, find someone who's like that who, who kind of wants to leave their club, a uh, left wing back, just find someone who can defend, get them in because. Yeah, that's Jury is pretty much the only January signing in recent memory that actually worked. So yeah, please. <laughs> it's also interesting to note that that Tuchel's pushing quite a lot, or, or I don't know what the news is at the moment, but Tuchel has been trying to push to re-sign Emerson. He's been quite impressed by Emerson. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't and, want to come and, back. And and <laughs> it's not even Emerson. It's just. Um, Leon, yeah. I think Leon, yeah, Leon going. Yeah. No, we're not going to give you back. I don't and, think Emerson. I don't think Emerson himself wants to come back. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, I was it. W- w- I would as a, as a player, I would come back. Um, if mm-hmm. if there's if if I see on the news and if I hear from a manager saying we really need you, it it, it must be a sign of okay, we're gonna use you. It's not like. We're going to bring you and put you on the bench. The reason we're calling you is because we've got someone who barely can track up and down the wing. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're the only option we have right now. So what, what happens if Chihuahua recovers? Then I mean, don't yeah, okay. but you have to realize that you've still got another six months without Chihuahua, at least until yeah. June. So in those six months, you're going to use Emerson. And if he plays really well, are you not going to be saying let's sell Alonso and keep Emerson rather than sell Emerson or loan out Emerson and then keep Alonso? I mean, you see, the thing is that as a player, you have to you have to put yourself in his shoes. He's playing very very well for Leon. The way he's playing for Leon, he hasn't played like that for us. I don't think he's played like that for us ever. He's playing very very well. He's getting good numbers with them. And he's he's okay. That granted, yes, he's still contracted to Chelsea, so he is obliged to come back. But you have to understand from this point of view, he wants to play. He wants the he wants game time. He doesn't want to come in and be competing again with because if he comes right now, if he comes right now, he's supposed to be 
good, right? He's supposed to replicate what he's doing in Leon at Chelsea. If he comes and doesn't replicate that, we are going to bring Alonso back again in the in the in the mix. So it's up to him. If if he knows that he's coming to replicate that, come and do it. But like for me, I don't blame him for not coming because right now it seems like the the there's there's a little bit um um how to say it things are not stable at home and where he is things are very very stable so <laughs> he probably doesn't want to come and enter <laughs> i hope i hope i hope this is not going to turn out as uh, something like lukaku said on in his interview more <laughs> what did he say what did he say he said a lot of things what did he say i'm just saying, I'm just saying i hope that i hope whatever you say doesn't come off as what lukaku said on on the interview uh yeah I think- yeah I've just I've just opened Twitter and the first thing I see is a gif of of um, Reese James and and Ben Chilwell and, and someone's just saying oh what would I give to have these two back in the team and I'm yeah. like yeah come on trust me yeah it's, it's I mean yeah it's just so with if Emerson was going to come back like you say for six months the second Chilwell comes back in bam you're gone man and he's he's ha- it seems like he's settled in where he is he's playing. A lot of he's playing. He's pretty much uh, played pretty much every single game in the end for Leon this year. So he's uh, he's probably quite happy, or he is quite happy there. So to kind of throw it all the way, yes, for it's for a world class manager who really wants to be back and will probably play. The second show comes back, like Omar said, you're dusted, man. You're, you're gone, and you've got to find a new club again. And it's like, I think, and probably Leon wouldn't want him back if he's just uh, snaked them off to yes, exactly. go play for Chelsea again. So it's just as much as I'd like him to, and also it still doesn't make any sense to me because I know maybe I don't know how if Emerson's like if become twice the player he is or so, and that's why Tuchel for some reason really wants him back. But we put this guy at left centre back, I think at some point, didn't we? Always at Alonso yeah. at left centre back. Yeah, it was Emerson at left centre back, I think. Just so we could play Alonso at left wing back. It's clear that when Emerson was. At Chelsea, Alonso was it? Your second fiddle, yeah. yeah. So why all of a sudden, uh, as maybe Alonso just is kind of demoted, or I don't know, he's just they've got some beef with each other or something nowadays. He's just like, no, I need Emerson back. But Emerson ain't gonna solve our defensive problems at, at left wing back, and he's, I mean, he's all right, but. It's just not gonna. He's not the guy to solve our problems. At the same time, do you want to spend twenty million, twenty five million? We just again, like you say, I think the theme of this podcast is pick your poison because we have so many different poisons right now. On <laughs> so, where, where so many poisons in different cabinets in our kitchen, and we just and we have to pick one from every single cupboard, and that's where we're in right now, man. Because yeah, Emma is. Uh, I just don't. Why? Yeah. If Tuchel wants him though, and if Tuchel's gonna play him, go for it. But oh, just just someone who can do. Oh, if we can just get someone who's half the player that Ben Chilwell is at left wing back, sure thing. But yeah, because right now it's just this back three rely it, it, the lifeblood of the of that back three is Reese James and Ben Chilwell, and yeah, yeah, we just miss them so bloody much. So, and and. Yeah. And they also the live blood for the the back the front three as well. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, they are, like, they're not just for the back, they're for the front as well. Ben Chilwell had a lot of us. He was playing. I mean, we, we all know how good Reese James was at crossing, and now that would definitely like help out Lukaku. 
with getting, yeah, scoring some headers and just being a great target man. But the same for Chilwell as well. Chilwell's a fantastic crosser. And Alonso is too, I'd say, to an extent. But it's just... Uh, it's, uh, Alonso just doesn't run very well that back towards his yeah, goals. Exactly. Yeah, we... We really are. It's just a different kind of poison in it. And Emerson, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. There was some... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'd rather spend it on some upgrading our medical facility so it never happens again, ever. Just we have like the greatest... Yeah, spend that 30 million services, you know, deaths on... Yeah, a really good hospital. Bring back Eva. Bring back Eva. Bring back Eva. Yeah, pay Eva like thirty million or two hundred k a week, and we'll be absolutely fine. Like no problems at all forever. Yeah, exactly, man. Like we we'll hire Mourinho for a fourth time from him. <laughs> then he. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be careful, Alex. That's gonna get. That's gonna get clipped. <laughs> just the part where he says rehire oh, no. Mourinho. Just clip I... that four seconds yeah. and then just paste it with something to call out. And it, that, that, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's yeah. enough to blow yeah. up the Twitter. Yeah. Mourinho himself is not even having a nice, uh, like a good time at Roma like that. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he's he's bring back Tammy. Think... That's how bring we bring back Tammy. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think the, the whole Mourinho train and him winning titles is now over. I think he's going to have to get over his tactics and re, rebuild his uh, his style of play if he wants to get somewhere now. Because mm-hmm. these these new managers, Tuchel or Conte, they, they've refined the game with the, the back three and wing backs yeah. and with Guardiola pressing and all that stuff. Like tonight, I don't think there was a single minute of the game where Man City sat in their own half waiting for Chelsea every time we had the ball they were continuously pressing us and and that's where Chelsea made a lot of those errors which which they pounced on um one of the positives from tonight was was uh, or at least looked like a positive uh Rudiger who plays usually plays on the left hand side um sorry. the right hand side tonight so, sorry 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 for that like I just saw something and it's just funny like you remember that um um a crossfield pass ZH made the famous one that he made um um at in I in Ajax. Against us, was it? Do you, you know Savage uh, Dan? You know Savage Dan. Is it the is this the NFT tweet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea paid 40 million for this NFT. And it's just that pat the what the video <laughs> behind the camera that went viral of yeah. him doing that crossfield pass. <laughs> It looked great, but it's like, yeah, they paid, we literally, we paid 40 million. Oh, man. <laughs> man, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's the, it's the, it's the NFT that we've got. <laughs> uh, oh, bro, man. No. Oh, yeah, go, go, going back to the pos- positives, other than the NFT. I'm hoping the value goes up, though. The NFT value goes up, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy it, and then we start, has- and we can get a great left wing back. It has yeah. to, it has to. Yeah. It's not looking good though, Omar. I'm not gonna lie. Don't uh, you guys don't you guys miss William and Pedro in watch games like this? <laughs> it's funny because the years we've spent yes. <laughs> the years we have spent <laughs> saying we need so much more better than this to now sitting here and going them. 
and going, oh, Williams scored that amazing goal under Conte at Man City. <laughs> Pedro's run down the wing against Man United. Ah, oh, listen, I love, I love Pulisic, Captain America. I love Ziyech the magician, but. Pedro and William in their current form, I'll take them over these players, to be honest. In their current form, I'll take these, I'll take William and Pedro over these players. Because you know what you're going to get with them. You know what you're going to get with them. You really I'm I'm not saying they should come back to Chelsea. I'm not saying that. I don't want, I don't yeah, want, yeah. I don't want them back at Chelsea. Their time is done, it's done. I'm just saying that with the way they they are performing nowadays, like I'll take a William and Pedro over them, but we just have to hope that these two improve and I'm praying that they improve because if they improve, we'll have... <sighs> Man, I don't even know what to say. At the end of the day, uh, William and Pedro, sorry, at the age of Hazanadoy and Pulisic, they're still... Tw- Pulisic's 22, and I'm gonna, this is more of an yeah, age yeah, excuse, young, yeah. but they were a hell of a lot better than William and Pedro were at their ages. It's just annoying because we have a lot of these guys around that age and we kind of need, particularly in attack, it would just be nice if we could just pluck a, a world-class winger out of the, the cabinet somewhere or a world-class attacker we could just sprinkle in there. And that was supposed to be Lukaku. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just... just it's turned oh, out to man. be Lukaku. Lukaku, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this yeah. joke every episode I see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until we see him again, until we see the real Lukaku again. But yeah, we just need... It's just, we can't be, you can't be relying on, I know because so many people hype them up, but, and Hassan Doi's played well when he's had the chance recently. But yeah, it ain't enough. If we're going to keep up with Man City, you need to have Hudson Doi's and Pulisic's in rotation, but yeah. they're in rotation. They're not the guys that you're relying on. So uh, yeah, we kind of forget about it when we go on the wins and go on our decent runs. But yeah, another. Uh, uh, and really, it's supposed to be Kai Havertz to some extent as well, because I mean, our best front three, I'd say right now, is Havertz, Cho, Mount. But for this game, I definitely would have started Werner. I know we've got yeah, yeah. Side, so, but team, I just Timo Werner is. If you could build a player to play against Man City, Timo Werner would, or pick a player to play, or pick a team to play against Man City. I would have Timo Werner on it, even my ideal eleven, because his pace is just so good. You know, he can't. You can't finish a dinner, yeah. Even if yeah. he was starving, but it's like, yeah, he his pace is just so valuable. It's so suited to Man City. He's one of the, he is one of the big reasons we won the Champions League because he managed to lure out the defenders for Havertz yeah. to go through. And it's just, yeah. And he wouldn't be at one place too as well. He wouldn't be at one place. He'll yeah. be on the right, the left, the middle. Yeah. He'll be just so it makes it very difficult for defenders to mm. mark him. But with Lukaku, is very, very easy because yeah. he can't go left, can't go right. It's in the middle. So you you have to be progressing ball more. You have to be taking your chances more. But he's not doing that. Like he said, for, for me, even when the game started, my head, I was just like, there's just a, there's just a simple three, uh, like simple three attacking choices whenever we're playing uh, um, uh, City. There's Havertz, Werner, and Mount. That's it. <laughs> Don't go anywhere else. Don't pick anybody else. Let's take yeah. this three. They do very well against City, and let's 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 do it. But this this um, combination was uh, so, sorry. So Muhammad Muhammad is trying to move us to the positives that we oh. just keep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think right. we can talk about positives. It's okay. <laughs> it, it is the negatives which lost us the game tonight. So 
pretty yeah, much yeah. better to talk about those. Uh, just before we move on to the positives, one thing that I'm unable to understand is is the reason behind Mason Mount not playing today. And I know. It, I know. Let, let's not get into oh, because Ziek would have gone behind the ball. Whatever. I don't care. The performance these two put in, Mount was a lot better than them, and he played ten minutes. When he came on, yeah, and he played ten minutes. So imagine Mount over the course of ninety minutes against Man City with Werner. I think it's a bit of hindsight to be fair. You can never know how these guys are going to perform. But the same, I mean, and, Z- and Ziyech, I thought recently he's actually been pretty good. No, but we, but, but sorry, but we know how Mount performs. We know how he does. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily thinking our oh, Mount won't do as well. It's more, I think it was more like thinking, oh, yeah, Ziyech, Ziyech was fantastic in a couple of games against Spurs. So they'll, oh, yeah, you're, you're putting a good one against City. But yeah, just, and it just didn't. But Perlisic is the one that I don't understand. And I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll, yeah, be on your side for because, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, don't really don't get it. I mean, yeah, the great performance against Liverpool. Uh, I don't know, great performance, but fantastic goal against Liverpool. But yeah, other than that, no real reason to play him. So yeah, Mount definitely should have been in there instead. But, yeah. And was wasn't Pulisic playing on the right today and, and Ziyech on the left? Really? When they oh. were supposed to be playing on the opposite sides? I think I think with uh, with with Tuchel, what he likes to do is invert his wingers quite a lot. Mm. So you, you, a lot of the times, you'll see them switch for a bit and then come back and then switch. Because initially, I think Ziek was yeah, you're right. Ziek was on the left. Yeah, uh, Pulisic was on the right, and that and yeah. it's supposed to be the other way around. So that that in itself was a mistake in the first place. So I don't know why that happened, but yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> I think I think we could all we could we could spend the whole night talking about um, <laughs> these the three ghosts of Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, so many uh, edit ideas have come through <laughs> in the past half an hour. We got we got a like, kitchen cabinet of all the different poisons. We got ghosts of Chelsea. What next, man? We got we, we got so much. It's coming in. Uh, no, yeah, I think I think I think the only two positives. Um, Aspi and Rudiger first half against Grealish on the right hand side. That 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 was a good battle to see. The commentators point. Out. Also on the on the on the, on, on the point. I, I'm just jumping out of yeah, my seat yeah, for this because yeah, on the yeah. point of <laughs> this, <laughs> didn't Jim tonight exactly, in commentary, yeah. Jim Bickle, just say empty had. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. He did. <laughs> I heard that, and and I I do the tweets on 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 the the. the, the podcast account for the uh the, the minute by minute tweets and i'm, I'm sat there and I'm, I'm hearing him and he just goes uh the, the atmosphere is great at the empty had today and <laughs> i kind of just panned to that i'm like that that doesn't sound like something a commentator would say and he and he, and he yeah. corrects himself which he i'm like okay himself, yeah no yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have oh, to remember that these commentators are also fans i think he's a liverpool fan if i'm not wrong i think he's he he he's a liverpool fan but yeah, he's he does he clearly doesn't like City, and he you you know he has mentioned he has called them empty hat in his private chats before. So <laughs> it's yes, it's, it's 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 one of those things where you write it so much um, while you're texting to people that the autocorrect corrects it itself. So instead of doing the Etihad, it just changes it to the empty hat. Um, 
but no, it was it was quite funny. Um, but yeah, but Grealish was was well dealt with. I I think in my in my opinion by by Asby and and yeah. um, Rudiger, considering Asby's age and he's playing at a wing back position. Alonso, track back, please. <laughs> <laughs> You see, like the, the thing that I, I, I keep saying about Alonso, because of his pace, he always needs help to take care of these kind of players. He does he he can't he can't do he can't do it on his own. Sterling was beating him left, right, center in the first half. I think I think Sterling switched to the other side and um Alonso got a peace of mind for a while. But anytime he switched back, Alonso couldn't keep up with him at all. He was he just kept following him and and that was in the, sec- the second half. It was just bad because Sterling, instead of working on the left, he was cutting in. So he was even beating Alonso even more. And yeah, like like you said, in, in the fe- um, Aspi and Rudiger did a fantastic job um, um, stopping Grealish. Really, really good. Like Grealish himself, for me, I would say Grealish is the aversion of Lukaku. In, in a way, he's a little bit upgraded. Like he had all this hype around him. He was come to do this and do that and do that. And he hasn't really lived up nowhere near to his performances in when he was at Villa. And yeah, and so I wasn't really expecting much for him. But he's he's one of those players that if you give him the chance, he's gonna create something. He's gonna score or create something. There were some chances where I thought he was going to kill the ball in or something, but I don't know, this new version of Grealish passes the ball instead of attempting to take a shot. And it, it helped us in the end it didn't really help us that much. Because we still lost, but in those in those instances, I was happy he didn't take a shot or he didn't do that. So, yeah, but they did very very well. Aspi and Rudiger were fantastic. I think it was pretty clear uh, uh, until right after halftime when uh, when Man City came out and they realized, look, the the, the right hand side, Chelsea are, look pretty much stacked up with with those two in there. Let's try and do something on the left hand side, um, and, and which is when you, we saw a lot more of Sterling. Uh, going behind uh, and and create chances right actually right after half time, um, in which we were actually creating a few chances. That that's when we did our four shot, uh, yeah, streak, and then we gave up after that again. It was a quick succession. It, it 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 almost seemed like when they went to, when they went to half time, Tuchel said. We haven't taken a start, an attempt on goal. So when they came in, they were like, "Okay, let's take let's take four quick attempts on goal and just relax." <laughs> just wanted to make the, the 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 coach happy, but it was yeah, like like you said, <laughs> short streak and then relax the game. <laughs> just flip that and say shots taken on Chelsea's shots. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. There's not much to say other than Rudy Granaspi were pretty pretty much good in terms of in terms of um, the way we defended to, tonight in in overall as well. Uh, I think Tuchel was quite impressed as well, even even though we let that goal in. And I know we're going to talk about um, Kepa and whether Mendy would have saved that goal or not, but uh, it's a <laughs> um, it's just uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, Kovacic as well, positive uh, performance from him. Uh, a few passes yeah. to Lukaku, uh, which was the big chance that he missed. Uh, let me just um, make make sure everyone gets that. Um, but yeah, I think Kov- Kovacic generally has been playing really well for Chelsea. Uh, the last last few games uh, created some some key passes, and he had some you know great great 
duels that that he won both aerially and then on ground and everything um as well and yeah i think kante kante please kante this is probably the only time i'll ever say this but um i wish you you put a put in your foot for that tackle with de bruyne (laughs) it was a half tackle and then de bruyne got away and he just took a shot and he does what he does yeah chelsea every single time he always scores from outside the box man why what why always us even against yeah exactly at chelsea It's a joke, man. But yeah, it's yeah. I say right now, Kovacic is our best midfielder right now, and it's it's Kante. Yeah, is uh, it's pre- it's pretty harsh on Kante, but it's just like Amat said. I think before the podcast, he's still coming back from his injury. He's been rushed back. Like he shouldn't have played against Tottenham. So it's not going to be on that. Uh, not going to say anything too dramatic on that. Really, it's just Kovacic right now is yeah. He's Playing, he's never played better for Chelsea than he is right now. He's just so dominant and gets a team, carries a team, carries the ball up the pitch. So, yeah, it's just a shame that no one else is doing this. Yeah, exactly. Other than, I mean, Kante to something can do what he can, but uh, a wing, but you expect a lot from that a wing back as well. I mean, but Alonso isn't really someone who dribbles up or drives the ball up the pitch. Neither is Aspi. So. Yeah, we missed story. We, we missed we missed Georgie. Yeah, we missed yeah, Georgie. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. add in. We missed the Jorginho quite a lot, even though Kovacic was good in midfield. Uh, Kante was was good as well. Georgie, it, it's like it's all come around. It's it's all come a whole full circle where the players that no one liked or people said we should we should you know sell them back. Uh, we were talking about Georgie leaving, everyone leaving, whoever we said should leave. Is has now just come up and, and shown up for Chelsea, uh, except for Alonso, Barkley, and and a few others. Drink water. Um, it, yeah, I mean, Jorginho is he's been he's been a star player for Chelsea this season, uh, and I guess it, we've just been hit with with Georgie being missing, and then Reese James being missing, Benchoa being missing, um, a few of our defenders as well here and there getting injuries and it's just gotten to a point where there's not much Tuchel can do because he doesn't have a lot of options to play with it's it's where where he has remember when at the start of the season we were like who should we play you know we've got you've got four options in this position four options in this position now it's down to just you play him or you just say the formation and, and, yeah. and it's like what do you what do you what do you do um which is which is causing issues, and I, I I don't know if you guys will agree with me on this, but tonight I think Tuchel was a bit poor in terms of substitutions. Should have done them earlier. Should have done them when he realised them. Uh, I know he spoke about this a few games ago, and he said we've been unlucky in terms of getting injuries right on the pitch as well, where we've had to make substitutions based off players' reactions, not based off tactics or purely based off the way players are um, playing. But tonight, that wasn't the case. And I, I would have thought, you know, he would have made those key changes early to try and get a grab of this game. But I guess the first half conundrum wasn't enough for him to be like, we need Mount, we don't need Pulisic. Yeah. I think it was fine. We were, it was nil-nil at the end of the day. No, no shots, no problem, man. It's, and yeah, kind of bits on the ass again. Just like it did in the first, in the when we played them at home, we kept a clean sheet, I believe, until... 
uh, or was it Ashley? Oh, my memory of that game is hazy. Did we concede in the first half or the second half of the Stamford Bridge Chelsea Man City? Second half is second half. Yeah. I think. So same kind of thing where we just like cruise a bit. We don't really have that much intensity, and then they do us. Yeah, they just kind of keep going in the second half. Whereas, yeah, it's just a real shame that we he, Tuchel couldn't make those subs earlier. I really, yeah, like I totally agree with you on that. But Tuchel really could have done better and made because he can do it. He's it's not like he shies away from halftime subs in general. We've seen it in the past, whether it's Hudson Odoi subbing him off at halftime, or yeah, he's definitely capable of the halftime sub. But things just weren't bad enough, I guess, to to do it. And then he didn't really. Maybe it was just that we were pretty content with the nil nil at the empty heads and. Thought, oh, we'll just we'll roll with that and see what happens. But yeah, just to really at the end of the day, balls the buck stops at the guys who missed our chances. Romelu Lukaku had two, missed two, and yeah, I I, I don't blame Tuchel badly, but yeah, he, just like everyone else on the team, they contribute. They they did all contribute to to the result. Yeah, I mean, you could you could say Lukaku missed far too many chances. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we have so many title ideas. I'm trying. So I'm many. not gonna lie. I'm trying to be positive here. There's not much to do. It's just... <laughs> can, can you hear my dog barking? No. I, I don't think we can so far. Okay, yeah. because I was, I was muting myself in the notes. He's backing right front next to my window. I don't know why I'm doing that. So. All right, sorry. Even he's angry at Lukaku, I think. Yeah, yeah um, maybe. maybe. No, no, one is, no one's happy with him right now, man. Yeah. But we can go on and on about Lukaku, but we, we were yeah. talking about positives. So only a couple of minutes ago, and now it's just it's slowly, it's, it's flowed. Conversation let, into... let, let's go let's go and, and be more negative now i guess uh, and, yeah. and, and talk about a bit more about the inconsistencies uh amart mentioned this right before the podcast began and he said uh lukaku was it lukaku that you said yes 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 was so inconsistent in terms of performances for chelsea i can't seem to find a single chelsea player right now who's been consistent in attack at least in attack Kovacic is our best attacker, man. No, no, (laughs) you're right. You're right. You're right. No, no doubt. In in midfield and in in defense, we've had Aspi, Rudiger, and Kovacic, and Mendy's been decent, I guess. Um, In attack, we've got Kai Havertz, Romelu Lukaku, Timo Werner. I won't count Mason Mount on this list because technically he's he's a midfielder. He he plays up with the with the front three. Pulisic, Ziyech, Kalamats and Adoy. I can't remember if you put in a good shift against Tottenham or not, but it, it's we're so inconsistent. We don't have three or four players who step up every game. We don't have the hazard that we used to have at Chelsea. Exactly. Or Diego Costa or William. 
Yeah. Nah, man, D- don't talk about consistency and mention William Man. No, no, no. Don't I think, do that. I, I, no, I think, I think, what, what, I think, what Moe is. Uh, As in, step up for that game or, or, you know, yes, the yes. big game. We don't have, we don't have players like that. William, William, in games like this, you see him step up. You see him try and make an effort. You see him take chances on his own, like take players on his own. But with this, it just seems like everybody just gives up. Like once. It's, it's like the, the the whole team gets defeated at the same time, and everybody stops trying at the same time. Like in terms of the attackers, the defenders do their job and they do it pretty well. And today, just the funny that shot came in, and you can't stop a Kevin Bernard shot like that. Once you give him the chance to take the shot, it's going, it's 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 go bound. But like with the attackers, like they all, I don't know whether they share one mind or whatever it is. But when Lukaku is out, is uh, uh, like the the the. They, they just decide that, okay, this team is better than us. This team is giving us problems. That, then there's little effort. There's nothing at all. Like what he's saying, Hazard wouldn't do that. Hazard would take the game on himself. Like Hazard would try and make chances himself. Okay, like Hazard would be like, okay, I'm passing to Lukaku. Lukaku is not making good use of it. Let me go in myself. Let me try it myself. Let me do it myself. Like we don't have players like that anymore. Yeah. Diogo Costa used to be like yeah. that. Like, Diego Costa, there were some games where he wasn't getting fed the ball from the from from midfield at all. He came, he always came like like if in situations like that, he came to the midfield, won the ball, started an attack, went to the end of the attack, and and finished it. You see, like we don't have those kind of players. We don't. We, and and it's very very sad that we don't have that kind of. I think Dami or somebody like that. I think Dami made a tweet with, with that with, with that. Um, with that mindset but yeah we don't have that kind of player we don't and it's very very sad for me to say i don't know when we'll have that kind of player i don't know whether it's a it's a new caliber of player thing but city city clearly have more than one they have bernardo silva they have good and they have um um, um kevin de bruyne sterling at times mares like they have places who can take Odin. Odin. yeah they, yeah, they do they, yeah, they have five plus that can easily do that. Um, yeah, all can finish amazingly, and we just can't. Exactly. Yeah. In our team, I'll say the only person probably close, not 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 that same level, but probably closest Mount. Like yeah. Mount yeah. is the only one that you see that he tries to make certain things happen, and he didn't even start. So sorry, Alex, but it's the, it's the case of where um, there's a difference between. Or not, I guess I guess I am more than happy to allow a player to have a bad performance if I can see that they're trying to do something. Yeah. Once you see, like like Amar said, those players that we used to have before in these positions would step up and bring it on themselves to put up a performance to you know win games. We don't have that at Chelsea, and what's worse is that we're no we don't see anyone doing it right now. It who in today's game was or looked like would have stepped up if they ended up getting going or if Chelsea had some momentum no one no one was was there in in, in specifically the front three I'm not talking about the rest of the positions no one was there to step up and say okay I'm going to take the game into my own hands do something incredible here just win the game for Chelsea or at least draw the game for Chelsea at least that's the thing though those players don't come cheap at the end of the day you have to we have to just pluck a we have to find a world-class game-changing winger from somewhere. And I know it's diff- we can't really mention a name. But I mean, we'd also, we'd say Chiesa before, but 
probably not now. I mean, he's not had the, he looked great against us, but he's not he's been scoring that many. Yeah, so I'm not sure if he's really the thing for what we need. So, like, yeah, at the end of the day, what we're asking for is uh, is Eden Hazard to the, uh, his people in the 2018-19 season, and we don't have that right now. And somewhat that player cost 100 million pounds when he had one year on his contract left. So really, what we're really asking for is a 150 or 100 150 million pound winger who's going to go and change the game for us. Basically, can we sign Jack Grealish off Man City? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what we need. We need a hundred million pound winger who's gonna who's gonna change it and flick a switch for them. But uh, they just they don't they're not a dime a dozen anywhere. You can't. I mean, I'd say maybe you could say Vinicius maybe. But Man City are looking at him as well as a like a yeah bolster their attack through him. So yeah, it's uh, other than Vinicius and I don't know or by Hazard and. Maybe he turns out good again. It's, I, I genuinely cannot think of a prolific winger or really cr- super creative winger that we can just put in the team and solve all our problems. It just isn't going to be anywhere near as easy as that. And it's, it's Tuchel's next great mystery that he's kind of got to solve. He's had us 18 or no, 12 months to kind of fix up the defence and turn us into this magic clean sheet munching machine. But now it's, yeah, he's... It's, it's gonna, I mean, it's sad to say, but it's gonna depend. I think it'll depend, his job will depend on it, I think, eventually. Not short term, but long term. He's got somehow, he's a genius. I'm, I'm sure he'll do it, but he's got it's, it's his next thing. It's our attack. It's yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's, it's even worse when you look at the uh, comparison between um, how much we've spent in defense over the last couple of years compared to how much we've spent in attack. It, it, and, and, and then you kind of think, how has this happened? You, the amount of money that we've spent in attack, you would, you would look at it and, and think and say, yes, this attack uh, is, is world-class or this attack should be scoring two, three goals a, a, a game um, when, it, when that's not the case, when, when it's the defense who's been keeping Chelsea into this, uh, into this run of form that we, used, we, we had before you know, we, we lost to West Ham. Um, and then and everything went downhill from there. Um, we do have a seventy million pound keeper that we could talk about. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a, that's a great transition because I almost forgot about him. Not not forgot about him, but I almost forgot about um, people on Twitter trying to have a debate on whether Mendy would have saved out or not. Let's get over it, guys, and, and let's let's stop comparing the two, and let's just <laughs> fix the other issues in the team rather than create new issues. Because he's he's filling up the shoes really well so far. Two Tottenham games. Alex, do you want do you want to go uh, first? No, no, is, you, is, is, is there two v one? Is there two v one boxing match right now? <laughs> I just have to choose which side. Which side them on? The thing is. For me, I'm not comparing the two of them. I'm yeah. not. I'm taking. I'm taking it. I'm taking Kepa individually, like like the way he performed today. I'm not comparing whether Mendy would have saved it or not. There were some. There were some things that Kepa did before the shot, like there were like his movement before the shot. If Mendy did that same movement, he was also not going to get it. He wasn't going to get it because the 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 uh, shot completely beat him. Like it beat him. He thought um, Kevin De Bruyne was going to play place it in the right so he took a right step before he went to his left so 
that's already taken a little bit off the, the shot. And we know how good Kevin De Bruyne is at, is, is at placing shots in the in the side net, you know, or wherever it is he picks up. So I'm not really going to compare them. The movement was wrong. It meant, I've seen men, we've seen Mendy make certain movements like that, and it has, it has cost him. So it's, it's a typical goalkeeper thing. If you 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 move wrongly, you you miss you miss the you miss the save. And then for me, like I don't I don't even know. I can't I can't blame him entirely for the for the goal. I can't because it wasn't just him. Even though he started it, because it was his clearance that went directly to the um, um, city player, and then they started the attack. So his clearance already. Um, I think it was from pressure from the city attacker. I don't know. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Foden or something like that. Was pressurizing him because of the passes that they were making at the back that were throughout the game that wasn't working, and they kept doing it for some reason. I don't know why. And then he 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 kicked the ball out and went to city player, and then he came back. And then Kante, like you said, in, when we talked about it, like Kante should have taken him down, or made a tackle, or done more to win that ball off him but Kevin De Bruyne is also a no, is not a bad player he's a very very good player he's a world-class player so even though Kante is also a world-class player there are two world-class players going up against each other so he knows how to wriggle his way out of it and he still he he still has those memories of the Champions League final so he knows what Kante is capable of, of so he got the best of him but yeah Kepa Kepa's movement was wrong for that goal um, uh, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. His movement was wrong for that. I'm not blaming him for whatever it is, but he could have done better with this movement. Yeah, it's just what we've come to expect from him. Really, is the, he has those weaknesses. He has that weakness in the technique of where he saves shots, and it just comes back to bite him. It's just this known thing. We we know that he doesn't save long shots that well because of that poor technique. So, yeah, just this sucks when you come up against Kevin De Bruyne on the edge of the box. So, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you in that. Yeah, it was. It's not just his fault. It's just as just doesn't help at all that he has that bad technique because yeah, you have Kante who could have put a foot in and other defenders could try to stop him better. But yeah, it's just what you accept when you play Kepper. I think at the end of the day, is long shots. You really have to do your best to cut out long shots because we know he just he doesn't save them that well. So, yeah, it's you got to criticize him, but it's like you can't. He's not going to change. So, and he's still going to play. So, yeah. do you guys do you guys remember the the advert Messi did quite a while ago? It was with Pepsi. With it, there was this this ball that these kids were controlling using a phone app or something like that. that you have to describe it to us. It, it was a Pepsi ad. I can't exactly remember what it was. Um, it was a Pepsi messy ad where they, the kids were controlling the ball using the, 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 an app on a phone and, and trying to do tricks on Messi. And, and it, 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 it's the case when De Bruyne gets the ball. That that's basically what's happened. Sometimes someone's just sat in the stands going, De Bruyne's got the ball. We'll just on the app, they just flick it towards the corner and it just does it and it just goes and does just the thing. Because yeah, it I genuinely can't, don't don't know how that went in. Genuinely don't know. Cause 
we had two layers of defenders just right there. And I thought, oh, okay, that, that's probably going to go wide or it's going to deflect out wide. Wide. Sorry. Whenever I hear that word. <laughs> I mean, Pep, Pep, Pep saw the memes and he took it personally. He has yeah. been there twice this season already. So I don't know that you want to continue the, the meme. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. At the end, you got to sit here and say, champions of Europe, we are. Um, that, yeah. That's the only game that matters. No one cares about that's the really. other game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, it's going to be nice to get off that Champions League win against City and then actually win against them in the league. Um, and then it's, 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 all, it's, it's all we have now. It's all we have now. We can do anything yeah. about it. <laughs> Sorry. We, we we don't play them again this season unless maybe yeah I mean, I mean as in like yeah as in like next next season or next time we meet them yeah um, yeah sorry Alex, at, least, at, at least at least we can say we beat them three times in the season they beat us yeah. twice so we still times in, like, in like a month or two months <laughs> wait until the yeah. FA Cup rolls around and and we've got to play yeah. them. <laughs> don't think man we do thing is we've done like, like literally against the Manchester clubs as well like Ole. We haven't. We didn't. We weren't able to beat Ole at all during yeah. this spell, and that hurts. But in the FA Cup, we did, and we yeah. we beat them quite convincingly. It's when it's just when we get to Wembley against City, we tend to normally show up. So I'm confident if we did play against them this year, hopefully around what FA Cup semi final is around April March time. So hopefully we'll be back to a game a week. So we should be much much should have more energy and be fresher for that. But yeah, it is nice that we don't have to play City again. We've gotten both our home and away games against City and home and away games against Liverpool out the way now. So really, we should be able to get on a pretty decent run of form. And yeah, at least, go, I mean, it's going to be weird. I mean, you could say we're fighting for second, I guess, now, because title hopes are done and dusted unless something bad happens to City. But yeah, just fight for second, really, and... Hope for the best because I think Liverpool still have to play Man City. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, they still do. Yeah. So it's yeah, that's the, yeah. So they'll be able to take or Man City hopefully will be able to take some points off them. But yeah, it's just nice to get those two out of the way and we can kind of really get into the results end and trophy end of the season. And normally we come in quite clutch at this time of the year. Like December is our is. There's the, we have such a is our kryptonite, but then we we'd normally come into our form from now to the end of the season with maybe a bit of a dip in February time, I think. Or is there's always a little dip again, but it's yeah, we come in clutch when we need to, and that's why we win trophies almost every other year. So confident, it's, it is nice that we don't have to play them anymore, at least. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um yeah. I, I, other than that, just just before we wrap up the episode, uh, just just a bit of news about Lewis Baker going to Stoke City. Um, good luck to him there. Played really well against Chesterfield, was it? I think uh, yeah. in in the cup. And we're guessing this is because Chelsea had to sell a player to register Kennedy back mm. because he's come back from loan. Um, not sure what his role is, to be honest, right now <laughs> in the grand scheme of things where, where nothing seems to be going right. Uh, 
if Ziesh has the uh, pass NFT, then Kennedy has the Elastico NFT in, from 2018. <laughs> that's, that, that's what we're relying on, man. We're relying yeah. on that completely. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the other the other kind of not not very big at the moment. Not a lot of people speaking about it, but uh, Rafa Benitez, who seems to be in trouble uh, at Everton, um, looks to be heading out sometime soon. Speculations of him getting sacked before they play Villa. I think is it their next game. Um, yeah. And and yeah, and and hopes of, of Frank Lampard replacing him there, which is going to be a big challenge for him as well, and an exciting one as well. Gonna be a bit sad to see him come at come at the bridge and and lose, uh, of course, uh, to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. I we, we want him back in a job. We want him back in the Premier League, and it's just weird that him to try and find the right job for him. I understand if he doesn't want to go to a relegation team and then go and get relegated. Not great for the for the CV, but he's got to take a job somewhere. And it ever, it, honestly, I don't think he's gonna get a better chance. Than at Everton right now, yeah, Everton's not doing that great, but yeah, he's got to. Plus, it would be how good would that be? First game, your first game in management at Everton, and you're playing against TVG. That would be nice. That would, yeah. yeah, it'll but it'll then, end all the debates of the greatest Premier League player. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what will you know what will end it? So three years time, Lampard's still in his job at Everton. Steven Gerrard becomes Liverpool manager. And then you have the Merseyside derby <laughs> as the Lampard versus Gerrard. I actually really hope that happens. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a dream. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a it's a great great job for him. I think Everton's got a good squad. Um, just not not enough of I guess compatibility with each other at the moment, or or the the, the way they play is not working out. Um. In terms, because because yeah, I mean, Richarlison, Calvert Lewin, uh, he won't he will be he will be a bit disappointed that Lucas Dini had to leave. Uh, yeah, too bad Dini hadn't played much this year. Yeah, but they would have been. Yeah, it's. I think with a, with a fresh manager, he might have played because I think he did. I think the issue with Dini with at, at Everton was mostly because uh, of a player manager issue rather than more of an. Of, performance yeah. issue from what I can remember so I think if Lampard or someone else would have come in he might would have maybe done something uh, but that's that's all speculations for now uh, it's been a long long day for Chelsea fans uh, spent two hours watching a game which was wasteful and then discussing a game which which made it a lot better now because um, <laughs> of the company I guess and yeah um thank you guys for watching thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for listening and and uh, make sure to leave a like rating subscribe uh comment below what you thought of chelsea's performance um and what you think we should be improving on at the moment and, and whether we will sign left back or not this season or th this window at least um but yeah that's all from us tonight thank you guys for watching and we'll see you next time